Hello, and welcome to another episode of Talkin' BS. My name is Van Santos, and as always, I'm joined by my old pal, Corey Bell. Last week, Corey and I both finished The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, so obviously superheroes were on the brain. Corey happened to be passing through Nashville on a work trip, so we got to record this pod in person. I want to thank everyone who contributed questions, comments, stories, and even Evan Tone who called into the pod to give us a rapid round of questions. We spent two hours talking about superheroes, so you're going to get another two-parter here. Welcome to episode 26. This is Talking BS. That was pretty cool. I like that. It's the first time for that. I like that a lot. First time for everything. I like that a lot. We uh, we are in person recording. We're recording in person. Yeah. What is what is even happening? The power of vaccination. Power of vaccination. It's pretty cool. We uh, for the first time ever collectively got to hit record, listen to the intro, kind of get hype, and then here we are with beers on the table. I mean, it wouldn't be a talking BS podcast without beers on the table, right? You know, the only thing that I don't like about this so far, and I just thought about this, I do not like, uh, we won't have chime time. There's no chime time. We've got to, we've got to come up with a, some kind of something for that. You know, it would be interesting if every like 15 minutes we put in a chime. We could, and we, we, we could, could figure that out. I could just put it on the back end. That'd be pretty cool. Um, so Corey's in town, obviously, as we've just alluded to, which is pretty cool. And we were trying to figure out what we were going to talk about today we're going to do we're shooting to do two episodes so we'll see how that goes you may only get one you may get two we we don't know we're not sure we'll see beers are on the table beers are on the table this first uh topic is something that uh has been on my mind a lot lately and i think yours as well obviously because we we're talking about it but superheroes i just got kimberly caught up on marvel on everything. So she's seen all of it. Now. She has seen all of it. And she had the luxury. Well, I don't know. We could talk about this to start, I guess, but she had the luxury of watching it all in like one sitting. I say one sitting. It was over like two or three months. So what is it? Is it 22 movies right now? Yeah. Something like that. Plus we had to go watch Spider-Man on some on Amazon. Yeah. And then there's another Spider-Man. So there's, we'll get to the whole bridging off and like multiple whatevers, but yes, Yes, it's something 20 plus movies, which if you think about how much we binge TV shows, it's really not that okay, much. Okay, but the Marvel movies uh, in and of themselves, they're, they're two and a half plus hours. Most of them are, yeah. They're all at least two hours, I think, pretty, pretty so, sure. I mean, that's, that's two full days, basically. Think of it that way. Oh, that it's a, two full days. It's a big commitment. Yeah. It's a very large commitment. Yeah. And, and as soon as she said, I'm down to do this, I was like, yes, let's go. <laughs> let's do it. I was very excited. This has nothing to do with anything that we wrote down on the outline, so I'm just going to go with it now. Big surprise. Do, do you think Do you think that you know Marvel is more geared toward men than 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 females? Like, do you think there's anything like you know anything? Like we that? have a plan every single uh, time. I can't. I don't ever stick to that. It never happens. <laughs> is Marvel more geared well, towards? I, mean, just because, men? I think like, at the beginning. I think when I think this. I would like to comment on this throughout the process, but I think they evolve with the times. 
So I, I think, think that's very fair, when especially this, when we get to end game. When this start will and and I, there is a lot of social issues that we are going to talk about that are dealt with in the Marvel universe, and I feel like they have chosen. I don't know the behind the scenes stuff. I don't know all the directors. I don't know all the. I know John Favreau is like just kicking ass and taking names, but uh, maybe he's the guy. But I know there's. I know they hire out a bunch of different directors and producers and writers and stuff. So, but they tend to take on social issues as they come up, and I do think at the beginning. You've got Captain America. You've got Iron Man. I think those were all very male-centric. There were female roles, but they were traditional. They were traditional female roles. Do you know what I'm saying? The supportive... Yeah, Black Widow, Pepper Pot. Like, you know, they were the first two, like, chicks out mm, there, right? True. Like, and they were very... I mean, they were sexualized. Let's just be real about it. Sure. That, that's what they were there for. Yeah. It's interesting how those characters changed over time. And they literally... They got empowered over time. But, Facts. Um to start with where we started was to, to, to go to the very beginning, a, a larger, broader question is just what is with our obsession with superheroes? Like as a society, think about it. Like I, I, when we started prepping for this, I was like, it's clearly a global phenomenon. Like they did. He had to, he had to, that Made was a, feel that so was good. a very crisp open as well. That's what I do. I'm crispy. Not bad. See, I feel like, I feel like, you had a a hesitation. I feel like, uh, was that last week or the week before with Brandon? Was that last week? Two weeks ago. Whatever. Who cares? Nobody cares about Brandon. It's fine. He doesn't doesn't listen anyway. He's not going to listen to it anyways. Just make fun of him. We could just make fun of him right now. We could just, never mind. It's fine. Um, I feel like whenever he was over here, we were going back and forth. So it was like every 25 minutes or so. That that could be our chime. Every 10 minutes or so, one of us would open. But you and I, we're synced up. We're on the same cycle. 20 Moving years, on. man. 20 years <laughs> we've been together. <laughs> Moving on. What's our obsession with superheroes? It is, it's the thought of something more pure than ourselves, right? It is a yeah. society that is, in our minds, perfection. Like, if you think back, right? I mean, it, it goes into, not to, I, I don't want to keep coming back to this, but I, I do think it, it applies. When you talk about, you know, society as a whole, and you look at, especially from the female perspective, and you see magazine after magazine after magazine of this is what the perfect woman looks like, right? Like for the guy version. And I think to your point, why maybe it started this way. It was always like, you know, they got to be ripped. They got to be Jack. They got to be some super fast. They can fly super handsome. They got lasers coming out of their eyes, whatever. Okay. But you know, that's, that is the imaginative version of all that is male. Yeah. And I think that's probably what the infatuation is. It's, it's making a better self. That's a good point. I'm, as I say multiple times, a glass half full guy. I'm going to get, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go and go into it. I had a text exchange yesterday with an individual in a group chat. (laughs) And I don't know why. I don't know why I felt in the moment like I needed to do this, but someone was approaching a group of, of people via text with a lot of negativity. And so the first thing I did was send back a Ted Lasso gif of him just being Ted Lasso. And then there was another response by someone else. And I sent back a Ted Lasso gif. And then I sent another, and then somebody else sent something else. And then this negative individual came back over the top again. And I sent back another Ted Lasso gif. And by the end of the conversation, I just decided if anybody comes at me with some negativity in the next couple of weeks, I'm just going to lasso them. I'm just going to throw as much positivity at them. I'm going to kill them with kindness. And this person, (laughs) 
responded back at some point and sent sent the wrong group a text message and says, Hey, I'm having a trouble. T- I'm having a tough time logging on. Like I'll try to be on soon. And then this person was like, Oh, I'm sorry. This is the wrong group. And I just responded and I said, Hey, I really hope that your issues with logging on dissipate and you have a wonderful day. It's <laughs> just, just throwing a lot of positivity at the situation. All the lasso to them. Like just I lasso them. I'm going to lasso people. Others. That's what I want to do. You are wonder woman. Thank you. Jason Sudeikis for creating Ted Lasso and Coach Beard, I sorry, I don't know his real his name. His name is Coach Beard. That's it. That's, that's his what his name is. Um, what I'm getting at here is I'm I'm thinking about the positivity. I think it offers people hope. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to go into it too deep, but it, in a in a religious sense, it offers people hope of a better version of life of people that are protecting the weak. And I do think I think Marvel does a really good job and. I think Marvel does a good job of, of just kind of painting that picture well, we'll, we'll dive and, into this. and blurring the lines as well. They, they do. And we'll dive they into do. this, but you just said a word that I think needs to be addressed. Blurred lines. No. Well, Hey, great song. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's still a good song. <laughs> All right. It's still a good song. I don't care. It's still a good song. Hope, right? Isn't that what the S Huge. means on Superman's chest? It means hope. That's what it actually hope starts for. with an H stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to kill you. That's, All right. that's some Pete Holmes but, humor for you right there. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, that, that, that's what it is. And I think, especially for us, we're, we are going to dive into this, so I don't want to go too far. But growing up, you know, when we answered the question a little bit on who our favorite superhero is, mine, I'll go ahead and, and answer is Superman, right? And it is because of the way that we grew up. In my mind, as we were coming through the 90s and stuff, DC killed. DC was the end-all be True. Right? And Superman's the face of that. And so I was always, and it does relate back to, to basketball for me, like most things do. Shaq Diesel. I mean, Superman. You look at Dwight Howard. Superman. You look at all these people That's a who great point. adopted that moniker. Yes. And I felt at home with that. I had, I had multiple Superman hats. The Superman, like, I just, I had it around. So that was always a big thing that meant a lot to me. And obviously, to your point, hope. There you go, baby. It all ties together. Yeah, it's crazy how far-reaching as a society this goes. Though I, I was at a wedding recently with my buddy for my buddy Aaron England, and uh, I think we've talked about him on the pod a little bit. But he, uh, they, there were there were references to Captain America throughout the wedding, and there was like you know when they came out for their first dance. I think they referenced the moment. By the way, spoiler alert: we're gonna spoil everything. So if you haven't seen these movies, you need to. Click off, go watch all of them, spend two, two days, days watching them, <laughs> and then come back uh, for your loyalty to us on this podcast. Um, so they get to their first dance. And I think they referenced when Peg and Captain and Steve Rogers like get back together at the yep. end of Endgame and everything. So I reached out to Aaron and uh, just to get his take on it, I was like, what was all that about? And he was wearing like Captain America socks. Their, their cake topper was Cap and Peggy which was pretty cool. And I guess within Aaron's circles, like they refer to him as captain America just because, you know, he embodies what, what he was all about. You know, he's a man of honor and respect. He fights for what's right. And he always, he's always there for his friends and he's basically just a badass. So it was just fun. Think about that small little story, but that's what these movies and these stories do. They, they, they're spread throughout our entire society nowadays. I mean, think about like half of the nicknames you've probably had. I've had something to do with some kind of superhero, some kind of something, right? I mean, like besides Umbrella Head for you, we, we basically babbling yeah. Brook, <laughs> Umbrella Head, 
Vantos. No, I still like San Vantos. San Vantos is. St- I still call you San Spam Jew Toast. That got Spam, that. That one weird. got really weird. That got, I don't even know that's why too that. Far. That no, I mean, too far. I'm not making these up for myself. No. Vandalism. That's not. That's not heroic. It's kind of funny though. It is funny. It's kind of more like the Punisher. Like that. I feel like to me that's a Punisher nickname. We're getting right there. there. Don't get like too far Punisher ahead. Nickname. So you you brought up your favorite superhero, Sean Bloomfield. Big fan of the pod. He. uh He's got a lot of questions throughout this episode, but he did say, who's your favorite superhero? So yours is Superman. Yeah, who you got? <sighs> I loved Batman growing up. Yeah. I had like the Lego Batman castle. I had like the Batman toys. I feel like Batman was always my thing. I had like the Batmobile toys and just big toy family growing up. Yep. Three, three boys. I mean, so my I bedroom like, at y'all's house was the, the, the bonus yeah, room, was the which toy is room. so many toys. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm so attached to Marvel for, because of the last 20 years. I mean, they've, yep. they've, they've, oh, they've taken they over the genre of superheroes. And so, and we'll get into the other offshoots and everything, but it's, it's hard not to root for Captain America. Steve Rogers, the Steve Rogers version of Captain America. We'll get, we'll get there as well. So, you know, I think, you know, Tony is, is got the Batman thing going on with the money and he's not really special. Like cat, like captain, like Steve Rogers is like, he embodies it. And he was, and he, he, he kind of sacrificed himself into the, the role, you know what I'm saying? Like he knew he could have died. And like, I think that a lot of people, have you ever jumped on a grenade <laughs> three times? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's so kind of, it's kind of my thing. It's sorry. So here's, Falcon. Here's what I <laughs> We're did. getting there. We're getting there. We're getting, you told me I could, and I, I, don't, I, know. I didn't bring it up. You brought it up. Um, <laughs> I know. I th- I'm going to go the exact opposite of you. All right. So you grew up Batman, then kind of switched to more of the Marvel Superman, right? If you think Fair. of it this way. Yes. I grew up more Superman and I have switched mm. to the Marvel Batman, dude, Iron Man, Tony Stark. I'm all about it. That Fair. is, I think, I think that's like my, my spirit animal. I'm pretty sure Iron Man is my spirit animal. That's, I, I want to dig into that more and we've got some <laughs> questions about that. I, I like that. So your modern one is Iron Man, which is cool. Um, all right. So Evan took a, a different spin on this and he says, did you ever have a comic book crush? So, okay. Uh, let's answer this question in, in, in segments. Did you ever read the comic books? No. I did not. Yeah, I, didn't I, 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 I feel like there were times when my dad would bring home some comics and be like, oh, hey, I picked these up at a store or something. And like, I feel like we flipped through them a couple times, but I just never attached like that. Same. I, didn't, so, I don't even do that for like the Sunday paper comics. Like, I just, I've never been a comic guy, like uh, reading a strip. But I will answer this in terms of how it was set up, you know, if, like based on movies growing up. So one of my favorite movies growing up, superhero movies, was the old Batman and Robin with like George Clooney, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze, and Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. Man, I that uh, was that was probably because that came in what like ninety seven, ninety eight. You know, like, Evan Evan said that Poison Ivy was his favorite. He I don't know if he I don't know if he confirmed that it was like his favorite because of the movie, yeah. and I would assume so. I mean, that this was is, mine. There's a whole other thing to get into, but I don't know if anybody. I, do I want to say it? I'm going to say it. I, okay, so I feel like attaching to a female character as a male on, on, scr- on screen, I feel like that makes a lot of sense. I feel like as a comic book character, like that's a little... Is that... Do you no, know what I'm saying? I, is I that different? It is. How can you attach to a, a cartoon on a piece of paper? 
Could be well, wrong. No, you're not wrong. But think of it this way. I mean, think about it like Comic-Con. Like, obviously, there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people that do this stuff. And, like, it is only comic books for a lot of them. Now, a lot of them have some kind of anime, some kind of movie, some kind of TV show, some kind of something that it has evolved into. But it's it is different. It is different. I think yeah. that's, that's, I'm just it, it's it is a little different. different. It is I'm, different. And we may cut this part out because I don't know. I was reaching there. I just thought yeah. about it. It was weird. Um, all right. So Evan's got a, uh, a funny question for us. It's just a generic superhero question. Yeah. If you could either have superpowers between speed, flying, or super strength, which one would you pick? I would pick super speed because I would I would travel everywhere and then also have a stupid amount of metabolism speed and I could eat everything without gaining weight. And let me just tell you, that is a dream of mine. <laughs> so, so, so the, the man... <laughs> uh, hey... Evan, Evan really wanted to be in the room for this one, so he's still going to be a big part of this podcast. <laughs> the man wants super speed so that he can have super metabolism, metabolism so that he can eat anything he wants without any repercussions. Genius. It's genius. I love it. It's genius. Dude, I, didn't, top, I would never even thought of that. Hey, top that. Top that. Yeah, I never would have thought of it. You know, so the, the, the common question is usually, you know, if you got to have any superhero power, what would it be? True. Right, he usually does. You don't get it narrowed down right. between. What do you say? Speed, strength, speed, strength, and, and flight. Flight. I've generally, I always say flight. Always. That's I'm, always been. I my think thing. I'm still going flight. But go ahead. I would still go flight, like because that's that's been my answer since I was three years old. I wanted to be like Mike, baby. I wanted to fly. Your ability to, I mean, speed, I guess, could be cool. So the argument. Here's the argument. Let me let me let me play devil's advocate then. The argument is that, you know, as fast as you may be able to fly, well, I can just, I can get there on, on the ground. So it right. doesn't matter. Right. I still think flight would be so cool. The ability to go anywhere, anytime that you wanted to go. Here's he how fast be, can you fly? I mean, listen, <laughs> I think we can kind of, cause my other caveat would be how high can you fly? Oh, uh, that's true. Can you, can, can you, you take the, on the ozone? Is do you it have, okay? Do you, what can, can you do? Are you stuck on earth or can you go anywhere uh, you want that to? That would be, you know, so if, if I had that mm. like unlimited range, Oh, it's not even close. It's not even close to me. If you have unlimited range, I'll tell you what. He unlimited wants to range, qualify, then you can go anywhere you exactly, want Exactly. I'm saying he wants to qualify his metabolism into the speed. I'm going to qualify my unlimited range into flight. I'm not mad about that. Not mad about that at all. Um, any other generic thoughts on superheroes? I want to go into some like famous superhero franchises. Obviously, Marvel is going to dictate a lot of our conversation today and DC as well. But there's some others that are out there that I forget about sometimes that got brought up to us in questions. Who? For example. I didn't read the questions. That's okay. <laughs> That's all right. It's fine. Um, there's some weird ones out there. Uh, Mystery Men. Do you remember that movie? Was that with, that was with uh, Kel. Kel's ben, in that ben, movie. Ben Stiller ben and Kel, because he, he goes, he can be invisible, invisible when yeah. no one's watching. <laughs> yeah. Me too, man. I already got that Which superpower. I feel like they had a nod to that in, in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy as well. Wait, that, that Mystery is it, Man is part of something, though. 
I'm sure it is. Who knows? I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about Hellboy. Then you've got, and okay. these are still DC now, okay, but like you, Daredevil man. and Punisher on Netflix. Um, Luke Cage, baby. Evan Luke Di- Cage was awesome. I never watched Luke Cage. Was that I good? Very, I've heard the Punisher is the best one of them all, and I have not finished it, but I, re- I was very into Luke Cage. I liked Luke Cage. I watched the first season of Daredevil. I thought that was awesome. I think I watched the first season of The Punisher because The Punisher was built out of Daredevil. They they like slowly introduced his character over time, yeah. and then they brought it in. It was very good. Dude, what about uh, Jessica Jones? Did you ever get into that? I never watched that. Or I'm, like the Shield. I never watched that yeah. one on on like any of the like the the. Honestly, until the recent Marvel TV shows, I really didn't watch many of them. I, I guess Daredevil Disney a little bit more. Fair, like I do. Fair. I trust a Disney production. So I, I guess what I'm getting at is before we get into the Marvel DC con- conversation, were there any others that were out there that you like attached to or liked that weren't in, attached to that universe? The only thing that we talked about that does kind of ring a bell for that would be Daredevil, uh, just because of the old Ben Affleck movie that came out when we were little. It had nothing to do with me connecting with anything, right? It had to do with that movie. And the movie was terrible, and I knew it was terrible when I saw it when I was like seven years old. But I saw it with my cousin, and my cousin took me, because I definitely wasn't supposed to do that movie. I'm pretty sure it's a PG-13 movie. But uh, was it Jennifer Garner's in that? Yes. And the only thing I remember from that movie, other than it being terrible, is him looking over at me and going, uh, her name is is something Nachios. I can't remember. But he looks over at me, and he goes, hot, spicy nachos. And like <laughs> that stuck in my head from when I was like seven years old to where I, I love it. Like oh I absolutely love it. Hot, spicy nachos. I gotta love inside stories. Yeah. Gotta love inside jokes, right? Yeah. Michael Scott would love to be a part of one someday. <laughs> he, he won't be a part of this one. Um, Evan brought up a good question that leads me to my response, which is, do you prefer your superheroes funny or more realistic and serious? I like that question. And I feel like I just said that we spent the last two or three months going through Marvel. I had more of an affinity for it this time around. I think watching it all at once, but there were some movies along the way, like Thor Ragnarok. I didn't really like the first time because it was just so jokey. It was so goofy. It was like, you know, and then like fat Thor at the end of, Okay, that you one know, that was a little like, too far. I didn't like that there, fat, there, I, but I love Ragnarok. I I guess I just felt like okay, this is the end of the world. Why are we making jokes? You know what I'm saying? And like I, again, that was in the that was as I'm watching these come through. But think of it this way: think of it how you approach your job, right? If you that is their job is you know being a superhero. Fair. If I'm approaching my job, I want to be able to have, able to have fun doing it. I crack jokes. I have I have a good time. But we're still getting the job done. We're still going to enjoy it. Why can't superheroes enjoy their job? Man? That being said, Iron Man had some killer one-liners, <laughs> and the Guardians of the Galaxy. Dude, that's all, oh, dude. Chris Pratt is. It's Chris hysterical. Pratt. It's a comedy that just happens to have some action. He is it, hysterical. Which I took issue with at first, but I also looking like again watching it through now, I loved it. I was loving yeah. every minute yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. There was the nostalgia of it. What about so is and and it did a perfect job of capsulating like again we'll go into this more but just it had such a wane a range of emotions a wane a wange of a wing I was gonna wedge. I was gonna say wide range and then I just said wange yeah so we'll just abbreviate that wange of emotions um, but I there's some pretty specific dark superhero movies out there that I have actually loved. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think I tend to like the dark ones more. What do you mean? Um, 
So we talked about the boys previously on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's got some comedy though, too. It does have comedy, but it's very dark humor, dark, it dark, dark, dark humor. humor. It's, but it's dark humor. You're right though. Okay. It maybe is. that's not a great, maybe that's not a great example. Watchmen, the movie Watchmen. Watchmen's a good one. That's and then a good they did a TV show as well, which again, the TV show had a little bit more humor in it, but the movie was, the movie was not, was not humorous. Really? There, there was illusion. Uh, there was some comedy, but it was very minimal. It, it, it really it was, wasn't. Think about okay. Think about the Batman movies. So, and and that's definitely on this list because the Dark Knight trilogy. You that think is about that. Not a comedy. In I any love. Sense of the word. I lo- but there are comedic moments. There are moments that are humorous, but there. But the main issue, the main point of the movie is a serious plotline. Yeah, and so when the question gets brought up, what do I prefer? I think I like the serious plotline. Because if the if the situations are serious, it, it seems like it deserves a serious. All right, let me riddle me this one. <sighs> maybe then, I just love maybe I just love Christopher Nolan. I don't know. <laughs> That's well. There's that. All right, if you're gonna pick, and let's let's go through. Let's just say Marvel, right? What's your favorite Marvel movie? This was a question we're, that was okay, asked by well, somebody. Sorry. No, 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 no we'll you're get, fine. We're, we're, we're going to go back and forth, but I think this how aids in this conversation. What's your favorite? My favorite movie? one was Winter, Captain America Winter Soldier. And that was a serious movie. It was a, so more, it was a more serious movie of all of them. There's your answer. And I like, I like the depth. I like the, I like the emotional attachment. I like the heaviness of the moment. I like, you know, honestly, like the pain and the, uh, the overcoming of issues and like, you know, the, the come up stories. I like the strife. Yeah. And then the, and because the, again, winning at the end doesn't make any, it's not worth anything if you didn't have to compete for anything. It's just back to the Super League thing. You know what I'm saying? Same idea. Nothing worth having comes easy. And I think in the movies that are all just kind of goofy, jokey, it's like, well, they were really never going to die. So it's fine. Yeah. What do you think about the way that Marvel did the kind of dynamic duos? Right. Like now that they've got Thor, like think about, in, especially in the last few ones with like Thor hanging out with the Guardians. Right, Star Lord and Thor hanging out is like yes. the funniest dynamic to me. I thought it was dude perfect. Again, in the moment, I'm thinking this is kind of like jokey, whatever. But well, watching it back, dude, are, so are you funny. are you making are you your me? are you making your voice deeper to sound like him? Yes, yes, he is. It's, it's so, so good, man. The the humor with Chris Pratt and Chris Hemsworth together were was just awesome. But okay, so so let's. Couldn't you argue though? I'm sorry, this is kind of reverting again. No, bring it couldn't, couldn't you argue that you almost need the humor when you are facing like such severe strife? Like, I mean, think about the valid, how do you deal with stuff? Valid point. Maybe they deal with it in a, in a humorous way. I feel like the way that they, I feel like Iron Man. We what, are personifying these people. Like true. they are just, they're hanging out with us right now. They are. Oh, okay. In my soul. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. Iron Man is the only one that's intending to be funny though. I feel like the other characters like I feel like Thor, I don't feel like he's ever trying to be funny. He's just funny. He's yeah. just he's like he's plays this naive role where he doesn't understand Earth. I think that's he, fair. he doesn't understand Earth's Earths. Earths? Earths. Earths. Wow. Yeah. There we go. Earths like uh customs and stuff and which you know that's an even funnier question like all right, so we're making fun of an outsider no <laughs> you know no it's like so he's struggling to understand the customs of the of the the region and uh we're just gonna laugh at him you for know it. who is funny that no one just credit to being funny? i love how we're just skipping right over that that whole big point don't worry we're, we're gonna get into that that's <laughs> keep, gonna be a big keep, discussion keep going do you uh, here's who i think is funny that nobody gets credit for being funny and it is not bruce banner it is the hulk the hulk to me 
Hulk smash. So funny. Like just it, it it's so humorous to me to watch True. him like him punching, you know, Thor. Like just just reaching over and just th- nope. Don't gone. To me it's the, the funniest. The Loki it's smash. So I mean it's the ending of the first Avengers movie and it's like the the pinnacle of the bad guy versus the good guys. And it's a comedic moment. It's a, it's a it's an action moment that's com- that's comedy. I love it. It was hysterical. I love it. Um, so back back to the question of serious or not. I think I find value in both. But if I look at you know the Dark Knight Rises, and, and I'm gonna choose that one over these movies. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Now brought up some other good ones like Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass. Did you ever I watch Kick-Ass? Yeah, Kick-Ass and Logan. I just read. Yeah. That on did here. you watch Kick-Ass? Uh, I did. That movie is awesome. It's a very good it's movie. A, and it, it's got Nicolas Cage in it, too, which immediately you think beef like, but it's not. It's no, really, really good. It's good. What about, um, all right, this, this one, I mean, it's in this realm, but I wouldn't say it was a superhero movie. Scott Pilgrim. Oh, I to never, me, I, 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 no, I did watch that. It's just been a very long time. I was, I, I like it. I like that kind of stuff. It was okay. very, it, that was very comic book action movie. Like, cause it did the pals and the capoon, like it did that. Yes. Right. And they're playing off that, which they is are, funny. Right? It was a sad, cause that's where it started. If you look at Batman in like the fifties, like Adam West. Yeah. Like go all the way back to Adam Kapow. West. Exactly. Boink. It's like, what, what are we yep. doing? Um, and there was a couple others I wanted to talk about. Think about like the mask. Is that a superhero movie? It's a good question. Like what makes a superhero? You know what I'm saying? It's a good well, we're going to go into that more with the Falcon and winter soldier conversation, but I feel like in order to be a superhero, I mean, Batman has no actual powers. He's rich. He's rich. Smart. Iron Man really has no powers. He's rich. He's just super smart. You know, Elon Musk is just super rich and super smart. He might be an actual superhero. Dude, we'll see what do. happens. <laughs> Honestly, that would be the least surprising reveal of all time. Yeah. Elon Musk to come out and be in, uh, you know. I am Spaceman. I am. <laughs> I am the doge father i am doge man (laughs) (laughs) jesus um and then nowadays you've got all these spinoffs on all these different networks too like i saw this thing jupiter's legacy or something coming to netflix what is that i I have no idea i've just seen commercials flying around it kind of looks like the boys in that like i feel like they're taking like kind of like the boys they're taking these traditional superhero ideas and they're giving them like flashy corporate looks which is kind of what falcon did as well again i want to kind of save that but um let's take some questions from the crowd real fast mr uh matt snyder has a question for us he says what was the best all-time batman movie and while we're at it i think someone else might have asked this but we'll go and ask it now who was the best batman actor and what are your thoughts okay the best, the honest best Batman movie, like the honest one, is Heath Ledger. Like, I mean, you you go into that movie. That's the best Batman movie, and and I will fight you. I will die on that. Dark hill. Knight Rises. I will die on that hill. Yeah, I will do. I, I will. The most significant to me, though, which I already referenced, dude. Batman like, is a terrible movie. It's a terrible movie, but it's Batman and Robin from back in the day with Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mister Freeze. Like I, George Clooney. I, George Clooney is bad. I yes. loved it. I loved it, and it had to all do because I was like, but eight that years also old when that came out. was that not the same one that had Jim Carrey as the Riddler? It did it hundred percent? And did. that was an underrated character because Jim Carrey in anything is just money. for the most part fantastic. It's money. It was. It's a bad movie, 
but at the time I loved it because I was at a I was at an adolescent age of just pure enjoyment. So you had, I would say the ones that give that a run for its money. You had Michael Keaton with his one with Danny De, yeah, uh, uh, the De Niro. And, uh, no, and, not De Niro. Jesus, Danny DeVito. Yeah. And uh, the the penguin and ba- Catwoman. Catwoman. There was you go. One. There you go. Holy cow! Halle Berry played Halle Catwoman. Berry, Halle Ca- she played Catwoman too. That's right. Yes, she did. Um, yes, the she best did. Batman movie. It's got to be Dark Knight Rises. The best Batman to play Batman. Uh, Michael Keaton's probably the best one. Michael Keaton was pretty. Michael good. Keaton is George probably Clooney, the best one. George Clooney is not. Do he not came, put George he came Clooney in. On that list. Do that, not put George Clooney on that, that list. No, no, I'm just talking through it. That movie was, to your point, was throwing back to the old days. Like they had, they they put in, they intentionally put in funny things to like they throw tried back. Too hard, yeah. They tried too hard to throw back to the funny days of like Kapow and stuff. Yeah, for and sure. Like holy rusted metal Batman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it was literally ru- like, yep, silly stuff. Well, I think right. Michael Keaton was pretty good. I liked him. And you know what? Best Batman, Ben Affleck. Fight me. Oh. Okay, so God we didn't, we didn't even I'm get into there. the future. I'm not going there. I'm really not. I don't believe that statement. I just I just wanted to make it. I know, and people people are like, if you believe Christian Bale, I think we had some Christian Bale. I did. I think it was. I think it was. I think it was. Bale was a good Batman. I think it was Evan in here who said too, like, if you think it's Christian Bale, then really think about was it him or was it like the movies around it? I mean, he was a great Batman. He changed the way that you approach Batman. Yeah, you talk like this. You talk when you're. How do you talk? You talk like this. You talk exactly. You talk like this. Where are the other drugs going? (laughs) White bread. (laughs) Listen, that is that is the way. Let her go. Poor choice of words, <laughs> but it's it's the way that you approach Batman now. So, however you want to say it's the movie or it's he him. Is, he was he was a transformative Batman. True, good, right, wrong, and different. I don't care. Ben Affleck's character does the voice. You, I, you know, I'm curious to see what's what's his name. What's the you know the Twilight oh, dude? Who just um, got it? Who's the new Who's the new Batman? You know what I'm talking about, though. I do. The Twilight guy. The Twilight guy. I've totally lost his name. We'll look it up in a second. Edward Scissorhands. I don't know his name. It but, is Edward. It's Edward. Well, no, he's Team Edward. Edward. <laughs> yeah, let's say he's Edward in that thing. I saw Who's the other one? Dude, I'm so bad at this stuff. It's it's Edward and Jake. It's not Jake, is this it? Is who's, so the other, bad. who's the other guy in, in Twilight? And who's the wolf? I found his face. Jake Paul? Robert Pattinson. Robert Jeez, Pattinson. Louise. And by the way, he is an underrated actor. He's done some really cool stuff. I actually really like him. I think Pull he's going to do great. Pull up his IMBD. What has he done? Well, he did, well, you have your computer. Why are you going to go to your phone? Because uh, I have the app. Because I have the app. All right. This is the stuff that you guys don't get when we're remote. No. Because I get to have fun. I'm just now doing this. Like, I'm just, just doing this behind the scenes. Now we get to give each other so much crap. Like it is, you guys see a real conversation. All right. So he did Twilight. <laughs> yeah, I'm familiar. Uh, let's see all of his filmography. Oh, The Devil All the Time. I never watched that. Um, that's supposed to be on Netflix. Now mm, I want to okay. put that on my list. Tenet. Did you watch Tenet? Did I thought he was pretty that. good in that. Um, the King. That was an interesting one. He did do The Lighthouse. Um, Lost City of Z. That was a cool one that was I that watched. Good? That was interesting because that has the dude that has uh, from Sons of Anarchy, right? I'm so yes. bad with names. Like, yes, I don't it know is names. Charlie Hunnan. Yep. Yes, that guy did that one. That one was pretty cool. Mm. So nothing. You 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 haven't defended your statement. I just like him. Okay. That's oh, fair. he's in Harry Potter. Bring my body back to me, da. Oh, dude, he was Cedric Diggory. <laughs> Cedric Diggory. He there was you go. Cedric Diggory. Yeah. There now, you see, go. Right, oh, hey, let's go into this now that we're here. All right, superhero versus like fantasy sci-fi. Like, 
you know, do is is Harry Potter a superhero? Like, do we do we consider that in the same genre? Like Harry Potter, Star Wars, all that kind of stuff. I know we're going to talk through some of that, but since we're already here with Cedric, so that's a tough thing because you want. I want to say no. Like my initial response is like, that's not a superhero. That's a wizard movie. But we are wizards. There's so many Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm just gonna keep. I know. I'm just gonna keep making the references. But the the big three, right? What do they say? Aliens, superheroes, or wizards? Is that what it is? There's no such thing as wizards. And yet we're really, really about to open up that universe of wizards. Doctor Strange and Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Witch Dude, are, it's, it's about to get real. Yes. The tie-in of WandaVision to Doctor Strange is one of the smartest crossovers. I, I never would have thought about it. But it's so obvious at the same time. Do we want to jump into that yet or you want to wait? Not yet. But okay. I just I never would have thought about it and it's so smart. Pause your thought then. So obvious. I, uh, it's fan. So I say fantastic too much on this podcast, but it is fantastic. So Batman, you know, let's just, we'll pose the question, Marvel or DC, what's better? Okay. So here's the way, and I've I've alluded to this. I may have already said it. I don't know. We're a couple in, uh, but growing up, it was definitely DC. Like there was no question. I mean, there really wasn't a Marvel at the time. I mean, there was, was, there wasn't, this was Matt Snyder's third question. His first was, I don't want to say irrelevant, but he said if you had to get rid of one, Avengers or Star Wars, like the series of all time. That's not even a question. You're getting rid of Star Wars. Star Wars. I love Star Wars, but it's out. It's the Avengers for sure. It's not even a question. Um, So then he he does ask, what's better, Marvel or DC, and and why? And it it is Marvel, right? And it's because DC has honestly become irrelevant. Right now. Right. Well, listen, they've gotten better. And and, and I I don't buy into this whole notion that Wonder Woman, the original Wonder Woman was a, one of the best movies I've seen in the last 10 years. That was a fantastic movie. Wonder Woman 1984, awful. It, was, it wasn't great. Awful. And I love that actor, too, the guy that played the bad guy. Yep. Narcos. Dude. Well, I love Jesse Eisenberg, right? So mm. we go Superman mm-hmm. with it. Like, I love Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. And, like, he's just, he's very quick. He talks fast, very smart. Like, I just, I, I like the dude. And... I liked him as Lex a lot. Like I thought he was a great Lex Luthor, but I did not enjoy the movie as a whole. And even, even when you bring them together, right? Like it's, I will say, now that we're thinking about this. Okay. I mean, that's all we do. We're thinking, we talk, the director's cut. Sometimes we talk first and then we think. So that's the director's (laughs) cut of super league is phenomenal. Justice league. Justice League. Yeah, it's one of those. Justice League, whatever. The Zack Snyder cut. So it was good. unbelievably so good. It's long, but it is so We talked about this. So we good. talked about this briefly on here. I didn't understand how a movie that was just simply cut differently could be a better product. And it was ten times. It's a better. different movie. It was a whole different movie. It's a different Unbelievable. movie. Unbelievable. It is so good. So if you could, if you put that in there, like DC stepping their game up. But they still, I mean, listen, so there, if we're running the mile, Marvel's already ran three quarters before DC's getting off the blocks. That is what I was going to say. That is my whole point of, that was going to be my point, was DC is playing catch up. Mm-hmm. I feel like DC before... They got complacent. You know, Marvel was kind of patchwork, like you had a Hulk movie here, Hulk movie there, you had some Spider-Man. Spider-Man got remade like Well, Spider-Man got bought three, out by three Sony, times. so it like... That's a whole different subject. The, the way that and that whole interaction. There's is. a lot of stuff that goes into that, like um, Marvel selling off their pieces to different people. It wasn't, but yeah, like it wasn't Fantastic Four, that first one. I mean, that had Captain America in it. That had, it did have uh, Captain America in it. Chris yeah, Evans in it. It's a Flash, right? Yeah. Which is funny. Think Jessica about that. Alba. I didn't Jessica think about that Alba, until you just said yeah. that. Jessica Alba. Yeah. 
That had some A-listers. I know, and yet it just kind of fell flat. And they were going to do a second. Oh, they did a second they one. They did a second one. Well, all the people. Surf, and uh, surf, silver, silver, silver Surfer. Silver Surfer. It fell flat on its face. Okay, I'm going to spin this whole thing. Here we go. Worst superhero movie you've ever seen. Hmm. Worst one. Mm. Mine was. I've got two. You you got some. I've got two that are so oh, bad. Spider Man three was pretty rough. When he's doing that dancing, I don't know what the hell's going on there. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. It's a pretty good one. That's a good. That, I like, that I like just that, that moment. That moment alone. I like alone. that submission. Yeah. Green Lantern. Oh, Dude, really? It's so bad. Wait. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. And then what was the set? Ryan, Re- one? Ryan Reynolds. I'm talking about the Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan okay, Green Lantern and Green something else. Yeah, it's, it's a it's Green. The same. Yes, it's the same thing, but it's not Green Lantern. It's Green. Uh, <laughs> whatever one it is with Seth Rollins, dude. That is that one is worse than Ryan Reynolds. Movie. It was funny though. No, it wasn't. Okay, it wasn't, no, it, it was wasn't, not. It wasn't great. They because they tried too hard. That goes back to that original like comedy or, or serious. Like they tried so hard. The to Green make Hornet. That Green that Hornet. It? That's it. That is it. That is the worst superhero movie of all time. It was rough. He had his like Asian sidekick too. It's like, dude, what are we doing? What are we doing here? Uh, that's bad. That's you brought bad. up Wesley Snipes. Blade. Blade. Oh, dude, perfect. Yes. Perfect transition. It all ties together. Listen, Stanley. <laughs> okay. Come on now. RIP. Um, there's just a lot out there and then they're going to bring a ball back in. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a second, but anyways, D, anything wrapping up on DC's DC front. I thought this, the Snyder cut was fantastic. The and, was and the so thing good. is they're playing catch up. Marvel was leagues ahead of them. They had a plan. They clearly had a plan. They, they had this all mapped out and their ability, we talked about TV shows and stuff recently, but their ability to stick with the plan for the most part and like execute and really like the ability to tie every, all those movies in together over 20 years. It's amazing. It's the, amazing. The, you know, seeing you don't the see forest that. through the trees. Yes. Concept of seeing the big picture. And, and I know a lot of it is comic book tie-ins, but they did kind of do their own story at the same time. Yeah. Though that it is based, I'm going to give credit to the comics, right? Because it is, Stan Lee is a genius. I loved his cameos in every movie. Every single movie is so funny. It's so funny. And, uh, dude, it it hurt. Like, it's not like I was a big nerd about it, but I I definitely enjoyed it and I appreciated it. The man was an underrated genius. And I think that needs to be acknowledged. I agree. And and I read some article somewhere, which, by the way, could totally be false. False. No idea. No clue. Um, that his his cameos might have been intentional as like an actual character in the comic book. Have you seen this? I don't know what you're talking so about. So they're called like the Watchers or the Observers oh. or something. And do you remember the scene? It was in one of them. It might have been Captain Marvel where he's up on uh, up on like a space, like a planet. Yeah. And there's these three spacemen and he's talking to them and he's like, I told you, I saw this whole thing and it happened. And it's supposed to be a nod. It was supposed to be a nod to the idea that there are the watchers out there that are just, they're observing the entirety of the universe. And he is like their like guy liaison liaison that's like going to observe for them. And he reports back. And so I think, I don't know if, I don't know if this is a chicken and the egg scenario. I don't know if it was one of those where that was intended or they just, they fed into that theory later on. Cause I think it was a later movie. I do think it was cause captain Marvel was oh, the last was one he was in. I yeah, think it was late cause he passed away that year. Um, it was one of the later ones and I think that he, they did that. So I don't know if that was a nod because of the fans or like because 
that was intended the whole time. So that's um, genius. That just speaks to the genius. So that brings us to to some questions. I, I want to go Marvel specific. Are we done sure, with DC sure, sure. for yeah, the most yeah, part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've said my piece. I don't want to. I don't want to discredit DC. But there's some there's some shining lights in a dark abyss. There we go. There's a shining light. They're playing. They're playing catch up. I mean, they are playing catch up. Mayonnaise, baby. And I feel bad because like uh, Jason Momoa is awesome. Okay, but let me have an unpopular but opinion. I feel like Aquaman two was kind of uh, Aquaman in and of itself is terrible. Yeah, just sorry. You're not. You're. you're, you're who is it? What's his name? Uh, from Entourage. He's not. He's not Vinny Chase. All Entourage. Right? Entourage. He's not, he's not Vinny Chase. All right. He, he's not. He's not out selling Spider Man. Yeah, Aquaman. It's just not happening. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, he. That's right. Vinny Chase. That's right. He played Aquaman, didn't he? Welcome to my world. That's so true. <laughs> Entourage. 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 Anyways, I'm, I'm sure we'll get back to uh, to DC a little bit. I'm sure we'll allude to it. But there are some questions specifically about, about Marvel from some of our, our listeners. Long-time uh, listener, first-time caller. <laughs> I think most of these guys are in here usually. But <laughs> Zach Huff has another question. He says, do you believe the ending of Endgame was the best possible ending? And if not, how would you have liked to have seen it end? So you just watched it. You go first. I watched it very recently. I thought. <laughs> well, <laughs> you thought something. I don't know what it was. Look, I thought it was a very clever way to tie up the idea of the, the snap. You know what I'm saying? They called it the blip after the fact, yeah. but uh, I thought it was a very clever way to wrap up the blip and I, I the, the snap. And I also will say, having recently seen it, I feel as if it would have been very boring had they just gone back in time, fixed everything, and it was all good. So the fact that they went back in time and then Thanos caught on and there was more, there was more action or there was more strife and stuff, more, more um, conflict, yeah. there was a new conflict. It wasn't just them going back in time. I actually, I, I loved it. So will I... Was it the best ending possible? I'm not smart enough to think of a better ending. I, I mean, the fact that they allowed them to go back in time to fix the snap, and then they also introduced a newer version of Thanos. I, I was looking at Kimberly while we were watching, and I said, "This is," I said, "This is honestly a really smart plot." That the fact well, that you the, could play off of either timeline now. The fact that the, exactly, and that the fact that they were able to tie up this plot that's pretty complex the idea of multiverses and multi timelines like again like dc had they just put this movie out first it would have been trash right because they would have not had the budget it had they could not have yeah it had to have been built over 20 years if they had tried to do that in year four or three or two this would have been the oh, end it's of done. phase one no oh, it was terrible but the fact that this was the the end of this phase, which I guess was three, right? I, guess, I think I met, I think I messed that the, up the other day. Somebody said phase four is starting think, now, but I could be wrong. This could be wow. phase five. Who knows? Who's got Disney plus? What is it? I have Disney plus, but I still don't know. Yeah. So to answer Zach's question, I thought it was very, very clever in the way that they did it. Now, I, is that the best possible? But what's better? Like that's, that's what I'm coming back to is, is, is what is better? True. The, the, the biggest thing that I like, I like your point. I didn't think of it that way. I do like that point. What I liked is that there was some definity. There was an ending, right? There are people yes. that are not coming back. 
There are people there that are, are gone. There are people that are legitimately like, you know, Cap ain't there no more. Cap's gone. Iron Man ain't there no gone. more. Gone. Right? Like, we're Spoiler getting, alert. We're, we told you to leave. Gamora if you didn't leave, is hey, gone. If you didn't leave, that's on you. Yo, that's she, on you. Resco killed. She, uh, well, I can't say what I was about to say. She did. She did. She did. Yeah. Now, I think she will be in uh, Guardians 3 because there's a bunch of callbacks. And I think yeah. based on the timeline of when that movie was, whatever. I mean, but she's we gone. got the Soul Stone from her i mean she because she died she gone she gone um which you know and so multiverse that's an interesting idea let's not go into that just yet so um i hope that answers zach's question I i don't know what they would have done differently it was a very unique honestly infinity war and endgame together it was a very unique plot to wrap up the whole thing and i thought it was really well done to be honest for the most part who was your favorite character development like through the whole thing is that what a question? Uh, oh, that's not a question. I haven't stolen anybody's question. All right. Who, no. who was your favorite character development? Hmm. Like who had the best arc to you? You know, this is going to be a funny one and that it leads into the future. So I don't want to talk about it too much. Loki. I, I brought this point up to somebody the other day. Loki is Jamie Lannister. He starts off as the literal worst enemy, the worst person in the universe doing the worst things and then over time, somehow they make him into, really like that into some sort of, I don't want to say hero, but like they give him redeeming qualities along the way. It's a, it's a very Game of Thrones-esque arc. And I've, I've loved to see the, really lo- like the, Loki, the Loki arc. Um, who, is that my favorite arc? Uh, it's a good one, though. I it's, like that It's one. pretty good. Um, I like that one. Seeing seeing Tony Stark soften up at the end towards Spider Man was a ama- was an amazing thing. There was a very father son there was thing that that it really like Pepper kind of like softened him up a lot, and then his relationship with Happy, and then finally like Peter Parker comes on the scene, and it's like literally he's a softy. Yeah. It, it was like him being a dad, and then you actually got to see him be a dad. Yep. And then the he thing to me died was, for his children. He did. So he died for everybody. Yeah. But mine is Tony Stark. Mine is Iron Man. Right. But it's it's similar reasons but i also liked the psychological place that it took him just after the original like all the aliens coming to atlanta you know to, to new york and stuff and him he like he couldn't deal with it Ooh, that's you a know, great like, point that was yes. very psycho that was very real yes you know as opposed to just everything being perfect for all these superheroes that was a very that was very real and and really kind of that to me personified a you know a, a character like that that made them real it definitely humanized him when he was like afraid. Yeah. And it was like, oh my God, Iron Man's afraid. What would we do in that situation? We'd be terrified. We couldn't deal with it. Yeah. Very That's true. That's why they're superheroes. Um, so this is, uh, Aaron England's got a couple more for us. And we've, we've covered some of them. I mean, Zach, I think a lot of people ask the same question Zach and Aaron did. Uh, they asked the same question, like, what's your favorite Marvel movie? Sure. I, I said Captain America, Winter Soldier. Did you, you have know, I don't a think favorite? I ever answered it. Um, but I have had this debate in my own family and, uh, Jonah's favorite for everyone out there is black Panther. Yes. And mine is captain America. We talked about this. Yep. Mine is captain America. Uh, the first one. I do like the OG dude. It's good. It's a great, it's a great movie. And it has nothing to do. I I like, I like the foundation of a Mm. character. Agreed. That's, that's, that's where I get tied in. And those are generally the more boring movies. I understand that. Like I, I can respect that opinion. But, but that's what gets me. I, I mean, again, how many times have we talked about documentaries? So, you know, True. I understand that I'm yes. a little different taste. But, you know, I, I like that foundation. So we, 
What do you think of Civil War? Because clearly, like, I Civil like. Civil War okay, is so you, probably you did, like my second favorite movie. Really? I absolutely it's loved it. It's one of my least favorites. Oh no, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Which leads it. it leads very much into the whole Zemo, Zemo like the it, Falcon thing. But but it's because like it's you got every character, which I always love when all of them are. It was Avengers two point five. That's yeah, what it was. But I, I loved it, dude. I loved Fair. it because they were fighting each other. Because you saw character development. Because you saw Superman face Batman, dude. I just I. I but the worst it. thing we had out of that was War Machine breaking his back and then having Tony put it back together again. Listen, I'm not saying that it was the best it, story. It was I very like the movie. It was very you and me on a flag football field punching, <laughs> you know, shoving and punching each other. It's like, okay, no, neither one of us is going to die. Yeah. We're not, nobody's dying here. We're not here. really going to hurt each other, but I'm going <laughs> to try to kind of hurt you. Uh, the only difference was Ultron didn't show up after we, uh, you know, had our true. little had our little tiff. Was Ultron sure. before that? It was after, right? Because it leads to it leads yes, to that. yes, it leads to AI. At least um, Tony's AI creation. Jerk. Yes. All right. So we got a funny little hypothetical here with Aaron England. That it was something that I okay, didn't really think of. Can I bring of. this up real quick before we dive into this Go ahead. question? Go ahead. How can anyone with the last name of England be Captain America? Get out of here, you Brit. <laughs> That's so funny. I did not even think about that. That's hysterical. Uh, Aaron England says, so when you return from the snap, for those that, you know, again, we're spoiled. We're already there. For those of you that return from the snap, you return to the original place that you were at before the snap. So if you were in a plane when you were snapped, will you just reappear in midair and fall to your death? It's a great question. I mean, I can appreciate the question. And the answer would unfortunately be yes. Unfortunately, that would be the the answer. You would you would appear where you were at, and you would die. If we're following the rules, but which you have to, because I think that's where we went. I mean, if you're taking you it literally, to. but if you're if you're talking about three point five billion people dying, or I don't know, hundred thousand. I don't know how many people are in the air at a time. If you were in a boat. I mean, but you can swim. You, you can survive that. Uh, Bro, you can survive that. In the ocean? Hell yeah. This is the Navy hey, This is the navy man answering did, this question. But did, did sharks half go out too? It was all living organisms, right? I would assume sharks are halfway gone. But when, the, when you blip back, that shark's still going to be hungry. And <laughs> there's going to be two times the amount of hungry sharks, and you're going to have to paddle. Dog paddle. Whatever. That was a very interesting question. I think, though, okay, no, 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 no. I, that's a great question. Well, now, hold on. Now, hold with on. a plane, you die. With a boat, you don't. And the reason you don't die with a boat is because it's a less impactful fall. You can swim for a while. And you would hope, this is a hope. This is a stretch, and I understand that. But you would hope that if they came back, people in, like, the Coast Guard and stuff, and the Coast Guard's not really worthy of anything, but the Coast Guard would come out, and they would know that people are out there, right? And they would try to go find and, and go and do. And I'm not saying it's a 100% survivability rate, but maybe I'll give you 60. Maybe, maybe a better, 60, a better chance than uh, flying out of the sky oh, yeah, towards the ground. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah and, and Iron Man's gone. How much, so. how, how much would that suck, though? Like, you've been gone for, you know, yeah. five years, and oh, all of a sudden I'm back, I'm back but also, for 30 seconds. But also, you would have no memory of being gone. So honestly, think about you. Th- okay, let's just feed into this. You're in a plane. You're like, sleep. If, I, if it's me, oh, I'm, a, I'm asleep, and I'm yep. listening to my headphones. And then all of a sudden, I'm flying, I'm flying, I'm flying. Every, all of a sudden, I disappear, and then I reappear, and the plane is gone, and I'm just flying. In the, could you imagine like the plane just disappearing around you? 
For because from your perspective, from your perspective, this question has gotten so much deeper than I think <laughs> I know, it was ever intended I know, to. I and know. I love it. I love it. So from your perspective, you're in the seat in the plane. You're you're listening to you know nudging your girlfriend, whatever, like your kid, what, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you're. Just, I said you, not me. Not me. I've, I've been married longer than okay, you. Okay, we're all married here. It's fine. It's not a big deal. You're nudging your wife, whatever. You're like, I love you. Oh my god! And then all of a sudden, we're flying. We're just we're just falling. We're just falling in the air. The plane's gone. What you don't know is that it's been five years. So not only did you just fall you've out of the sky, for five years. you've been dead for five years, and you're about to be dead five years later. They're gonna find your back. body five and years later. Did. Wow. This is what's That's super depressing. It's superhero depressing. Hey, yo, next question. <laughs> um, it's very funny. We've, so we're, we're, we're recording a little bit earlier than normal later, but earlier. Yeah. And we're getting some last minute questions. I've gotten text messages from some people. So Sean, Sean Bloomfield, Bloom Doom. He's got some questions coming up later in the pod, but he just shot me a last minute question he says oh one more question if it's not too late what's your favorite villain which again i'm gonna say loki at this point because i've kind of already talked about it but do you have a favorite villain on your side of things my mind's you know i I, dude i always go intellectual right and like that's that that is that is just my tendency i loved i loved lex Luthor. like in my mind i absolutely love that so not to tie it back to dc but you know if i'm picking my favorite and it's jesse eisenberg i think i think it's that actor that really does it for me it's not necessarily the villain if i want to go uh from a marvel point of view dude I, i love thanos right like i mean i hate thanos but i love thanos the dude had a mission he had an idea whether or not you agreed with it you know, whatever. And, you know, when we talk about the Falcon and Winter Soldier in a minute, we're, we're going really to go into We're going to go in hard. And, and really that ideal, right? But that, there was an ideal. And, and we've talked about all the different magnitudes and the different opinions and the different, you know, right wing, left wing, way out there, you know, whatever. But if you get involved into that kind of mindset and that's all you know, it's really hard to just snap out of it, especially if you feel like if you honestly feel like in the deep crevices of your soul, you're doing the best thing. I mean, it's hard to fault you, but at the same time, like, you know, be a real person. Like, yeah, dude, come on now. Looking back. Cause again, I'm thinking very Marvel specific, Yeah, but now I'm looking open back, it up. open it up. I mean, the Jim Carrey Riddler role is really, no, I'm not going to say favorite. I'm just going to say that would be one where I would be like, that's, oh, oh, well, then if we're doing this, then Heath Ledger as the Joker. There it is. That's the best one ever. As far as that's not, no compete. As far as cinematic performance, that's it. It's not even close. You look at him in a night's tale, which turned 20, like two days ago. I don't know if you knew that. I did know that. And then you look at him in that role, the depth of that actor to be able to take on those two roles. What? He was in Lords of Dongtown. I mean, like one of the best actors of our time taken way too soon. But yes, I would have to say the Joker in Dark Knight Rises. So but. where do you go with this then? Like, I mean, again, we're opening this completely up, but you talk about most influential and most like uh, the, the notoriety alone. Darth Vader. Darth Vader is like oh, one of the biggest but is that villains super, is that, that superhero though? We already cut that out. But again, as far as favorite villains of all time. I mean, from a villain perspective, very fair. he has to be a villain, right? He's a villain. Yes. Uh, valid right valid has to yeah jonah went to school the other day dressed as darth vader it was a spirit week and he got to dress up as a uh in anything and he dressed he, up like darth vader were you luke did you it did was he, did he on cut may off? the fourth did it was he, on may the fourth that was the whole reason we did it did he cut off your hand he walked uh, he walked up to uh to katie and went up to her belly and goes landry 
I am your father. Hundred <laughs> percent, he did that. No, I'm not making that up. He would hundred percent no. did that. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Unprompted. Yes. You didn't tell him to do that. No, I didn't. I wasn't you didn't even give there. Him a script. I wasn't there. Katie called me and told me that happened. We hope you enjoyed part one of our podcast on superheroes. Yes. Again, we just kept talking and talking and talking. So go ahead and swap over to part two, episode 26, superheroes, more to come. Let's go. Peace.